0: All right, we are talking about today a countercultural Christmas, per- pushing away consumerism and self-centeredness. Boy, we have some really long names for topics. <laughs> There's just so much to pack in. There's so much to pack in, but I really want to um, set our hearts and give just some some stats as we were um, sort of creating this podcast and as I was doing some background research um leah and i were flushing this out over the phone and you know um i was just pulling out some stats and here's some real real stats okay ladies holiday spending in 2018 is forecasted to reach up to 1.1 trillion dollars this year Mm -hmm. um consumers told price uh waterhouse cooper that they will spend an average of $1,250 $1,250 each this holiday on gifts, travel, and entertainment, and it is an increase of 5% um, from the previous year. 84% of consumers uh, told Price Waterhouse that they will spend the same or even more this holiday as they did last year, and check this out the people who spend the most money during christmas mm-hmm. here they go high earning millennials hispanic parents african americans and shoppers over 35 are the biggest mm-hmm. spenders yeah. this holiday
1: season and so um and while, it's no longer just black friday right there's right. like uh Stores that are open on Thanksgiving. Evening. Yeah, you were talking
0: about this. It's like Black Friday, Black Friday, Shop Small Tuesday. I mean Saturday. Yeah,
1: Small so, Business Saturday. Yeah. Then there's Cy- Cyber Monday, Night. and then way at the end is Giving Tuesday. <laughs> Poor, little giving Tuesday. <laughs> Poor little Giving Tuesday. Poor little Giving Tuesday. But it do- doesn't that reflect the the um, the values there mm-hmm. of just the holiday spending is. About consuming and shopping and spending and not, um, giving. Yeah. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So while there are articles on ways to, um, ways to spend less, while uh, while there are articles on. Um, how much we spend. There were articles. I was completely, you know, surprised by this, but, you know, that's what happens when you have Google. You can Google anything, right? (laughs) And so I looked up some other articles on ways to get self-centered for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And it was so surprising to me that as I read the articles, um, each one of them still had a focus on giving or showing compassion but here's the tricky part mm-hmm. and and the the really strange part to me and heartbreaking part is that it still was for the benefit of one own self mm-hmm. so it did not set its its heart or mindset on just giving and showing love to someone else no it turned it back on its head mm-hmm. towards um oneself and self-centeredness and so the question is how can we as urban christian women push mm-hmm. the consumerism and self-centeredness away and focus our hearts on the greatest gift can mm-hmm. we give with a posture that's rooted out of the giver of the greatest gift so we're i'm gonna mm-hmm. just jump this conversation off and yeah. sort of give some shaping to this. Take us to scripture. Yeah.
1: Where do we see that in yeah. um, the Old Covenant? Yeah.
0: In the context of the Old Covenant, I was like, oh my goodness, so much happens in Genesis. <laughs> yes. If you want to know anything, just go back to Genesis. Right. So
1: Relationships. Right.
0: Foundation of society. Yes. Right. Yes, all of those things. Right. So we were just talking in the previous podcast about family and the holidays Mm -hmm. and here we are in the context of talking about giving and pushing away this consumerism and all of those things and we find ourselves in the context of genesis 4 And so many of, I'm hoping that many of you know about Genesis 4 and the historical account and narrative of Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. If you do not, I want you to go back (laughs) sometime between this week and the next before Christmas and read Genesis 4. 4, And so Cain and Abel are brothers and um, they're the children of Adam and Eve. Um, Cain was a worker of the ground. He worked with his hands Abel was a keeper of sheep. He was like a shepherd pretty much. And so um, the the narrative goes on and the account goes on that Cain actually um, brought an offering of the fruit of the ground. But then you look at the context and specifically God um, details specifically in verse four of chapter four. It says, and Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. Mm -hmm. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering. Now, when we look at Abel, Abel bringing the firstborn of his flock and the fatted um, portions, that speaks to the best portions. That speaks to the fact that um, Abel actually did not um, give God sloppy seconds. He did not, um, he was not a self centered person. Mm-hmm. He actually said, Oh, the best thing that I found, I'm gonna give it to him. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that I get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, give back. To, I'm gonna give back yeah. to him yeah. because he provided it for me. Mm-hmm. And so um, we see the narrative that's different, whereas Cain just brought from his offering. He just brought from whatever. He was not thoughtful. Mm -hmm. His heart Mm -hmm. was not rooted in God provided this for me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to return back what he has provided as God is the creator of all of this. And so God disregarded the sacrifice of Cain and Cain's um, face fell. He was very angered. It goes on to say that not only did um, Cain's uh, countenance fall and his face fell but God then um, gently pulls in this caveat to Cain to say like yo I already see your heart which mm-hmm. speaks to the fact that God is omniscient and we'll talk about that a little bit later on but we also see that what's going to end up happening is God is graciously as a father does warn him and by the way Cain I see what's going on in your heart and the mm-hmm. anger that's lying there. Mm-hmm. Sin is crouching at the door, waiting mm-hmm. to control you, but you must subdue it and become its master. Mm-hmm. And so we see that Cain's actual desire and self centeredness turned into um, uh, anger, and his anger yeah. caused him caused to him kill, to sin, to yeah. sin yeah. and kill his brother mm-hmm. because. He wanted everything, and he had a focus on himself. Yeah, yeah. So, background
1: to Old Covenant, Mm -hmm. Genesis 4, Cain and Abel. Yeah, and I think what's so clutch with that is you see at the crux of the sin, his focus is on himself. Yeah. And not on the creator, like you said, Toshiba. Yeah. I think that... you know as we hop into okay let's looking at that picture mm-hmm. in the old covenant and now juxtaposing it with how we see um this countercultural generosity mm-hmm. displayed in the new covenant it's transformational mm-hmm. right because god we well first of all in the old testament we're seeing the demonstration of the failure of Cain right. in his sin. Right. And in the new covenant, now we see the demonstration of a faithful and holy and perfect God who says, let me show you, let me put on display right. how to do this right. the right way. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, because God has given the characteristic of God that we know and that we treasure is his love. God is love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the new covenant, what we see displayed is that Christ came and um, he humbled himself out of love. And that was the demonstration of God's great love for us. Mm-hmm. We know John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and okay. only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. Mm-hmm. And then 17 goes on to say, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And so we see that demonstration of God's love is mm-hmm. his sacrificial generosity mm-hmm. the giving of himself mm-hmm. so at the at the core right of the christmas message mm-hmm. is god's generosity demonstrated through his love the meaning of christmas is love right mm-hmm. the true meaning of this celebration is this incredible act of generous love that god displayed on our behalf mm-hmm. god demonstrated his love for us in this, Romans says, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. So it's not only the proclamation of God's love, but it's actually the demonstration of God's love in Christ coming, humble circumstances into the earth to be with us, to save us, mm-hmm. to rescue us from a Come place where now. we could not be rescued for ourselves. And so that's the display then, the juxtaposition of Cain's feeble sacrifice out of his um, selfishness and selfishness, yeah, it was selfishness and self-centeredness, right? And God's mm-hmm. sufficient sacrifice out of His generosity, and His love. Come on
0: now, and you know it's it's when we're looking at Christmas. Christmas is. You know, I was listening to this this Mm -hmm. other podcast, okay, Mm -hmm. and it was talking about just this whole years back they were talking about the Warren Christmas. If you guys Mm -hmm. remember, there was even a a uh, say happy holidays. (laughs) Right. There was even this 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 coffee company, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. who really was like Christians had taken on that Mm -hmm. they had had this war on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, so they had taken, you know, the Christmas signs, Mm -hmm. all this stuff off. And they just had a basic red cup. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, that being said, he, the, the podcast actually goes into the background Mm -hmm. of the real narrative of Christmas Mm -hmm and even the context of the consumerism of christmas yeah. and y'all i did not know this but the consumerism context of christmas did not make its way mm. to culture until 1934 mm. Yeah, I believe it. The context of Christmas songs did not make its way. And Coca-Cola was one of the main companies who really drove it. That was the first depiction given mm-hmm. of, quote unquote, Father Christmas that C- uh, right. J.R. Tolkien wrote about right. or St. Nicholas, who is an actual saint mm-hmm. from the Catholic church mm-hmm. that was a giver. Mm-hmm. And so that's the whole context. And to see how consumerism has just hijacked what we really should have our hearts focused on and the greatest gift that has been given to us. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy, right? Because we want our children to know that they're loved. Right? We want... People, our girlfriends, Mm -hmm. our significant others, our partners, our family members, Mm -hmm. our bosses, our coworkers—to know that they're loved—and so this is just a space in culture that really does whisper the beauty, absolutely, and it echoes the beauty of who God is. But if we do not connect the two Mm -hmm. of the demonstration with the heart, meaning behind it, with the meaning behind it it can easily become a place where it can be hijacked in our own hearts as yeah. Christian women. Yeah. And so how does this sort of point to God's character, mm-hmm. Leah, as we're moving forward? Like yeah.
1: how do we, how do we align our hearts and yeah. orient our hearts towards God's character with this? Yeah. Well, as you talked about Toshiba with the story of Cain and Abel in the old Testament, God is omniscient, right? He knows, he knows everything. He knows our context. He yeah. knows our past. He knows our hearts. He knows where we're coming from. He knows our shortcomings. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know um, scripture that that even proclaims that to us. He knows our frame. He knows that we are but dust. Mm-hmm. And so nothing, none of that catches him by surprise. Mm-hmm. So I think we can, we can find comfort in that of like, he's not um, coming to us in this season of condemning us, mm-hmm. but really be, knowing where we're at, but also realizing that like for God, the most beautiful thing that you can see in this season, um, in his generosity, in the giving of Christ in Christmas is his Mm self-sufficiency. So he, God is, is in and of himself. And so when we say self-sufficiency, we're talking about, he needs nothing to, to sustain himself. He is in and of himself sustaining. He needs, um, when he gives of himself, he does not find lacking. Mm-hmm. There is no part of him that, when is emptied, is actually empty. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which a lot of people talk about. Well, if God is self-sufficient,
0: mm-hmm. then why did He create us? Yeah. And the answer is He created us to display His love. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And the beauty of who He is, His and glory, and not only that, but His love is so beautiful that why not create a being that he can pour it out on come on just so that we can be delighted in his love come to on experience it it's like this thing is so beautiful that i don't just want to experience it in a vacuum come on i'm going to create a being a create a, a creature who can experience this love mm-hmm. just just for the delight for the, for the, the delight. delight of it what a delight. So I think that's beautiful. And when we see that laid out, it's like we, I mean, he, he literally wants for nothing. He is complete in and of himself. That's it. And so when he gives, he can give fully of himself Mm. without being afraid of running out. And that's not something we identify with. That alone belongs to God. (laughs) We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. Because we literally, yeah, we run out. Yeah. We run
0: out of energy. Yeah we run out of mm-hmm. grace yeah when, to people we run out of compassion and, and, we and run out or, of patience we run out of we run i run out of patience <laughs> come on <Often>. i <laughs> mean on you daily. know what i'm saying we yeah. run out of food yeah. like and that is that mm-hmm. the reason why god wired us that way was to to allow us to see
1: mm-hmm. that
0: we are limited yeah. but he yes is the only yes. one who yes. is limitless, and we
1: depend, and and honestly, to cultivate that dependence on him. Come on, right? Because come if on. we if we if we kept that quality of his, see, some of his qualities we share, and some of them belong only to him. And if we kept that quality of his, what would cause us to need to turn to him? Right, you know. Right, and so when we when we come into these places of. Um, dependence depletion yes. it actually causes us to turn to the god who never runs out mm. and he calls us to do that drink from the water that never runs out that never runs out you know and so that is that is the place where we can look to him and say okay god you are different than i am and because of that i need to accept my limitedness mm-hmm. but here's what we got to talk about though is that you know, we are, we have two reactions, right? We have the spirit-filled reaction and we have the sin reaction. Right, right. Our sin reaction to that is then, I don't have enough for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So in my selfishness, I'm going to guard and, and hoard for we, myself. We get greedy and we just like, I got to keep every bit of right. energy. And that's where stuff. that self-centeredness comes in, right? Come You're thinking about preser- self-preservation. Come on. Instead of giving generously, sacrificially, which is the model that God has given us in Christ. Right. And Mm self-preservation is so
0: detrimental to not just us as individuals, Mm -hmm. but to those around us. Yeah. Because God gives us everything that we need for life and godliness. Mm -hmm. And if we're trying to preserve ourselves, Mm -hmm. how is he... He's using us to accomplish right. his good works. Right.
1: It doesn't reflect on him. Right? Yes. If yes. we do that, it doesn't reflect on our dependence. It doesn't display our dependence on him to a world that needs to see it. It doesn't yes. display his generosity yes. to a world that needs to see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and honestly, we talk about generosity. Um, much of the conversation around consumerism and gift buying is, is negative negative. But like you said to Shiva, it is actually a demonstration of love. That's right? it. That's it. Gift giving is one demonstration of love.
0: I mean, we just talked about it in yeah. John 3, 16, One of the most quoted mm-hmm. passages of scripture. Is a giving of a gift. He gives a gift. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see in the text... Um, in first John, it says the same thing while God demonstrated his love for us, that while we Mm -hmm. were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He gave of himself. Mm -hmm. So our God is a giving God. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so we can posture, we, we can demonstrate that as well, Mm -hmm. because this is a part of God's nature, but it's also a part of Christ's character and attributes yeah. that he does call us to live out even according to the second command mm-hmm. which is love your neighbor right. as yourself right. you know what i'm saying yeah. and we love to receive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then god even goes as far as saying it is more blessed yeah. to, give, to than- give
1: than to receive come yeah, on absolutely
0: so so, and even
1: I mean, even hopping back to the the order of things in this crazy holiday season, like Giving Tuesday being dead last. <laughs> dead last. Dead last. What do you have left to give after you did Cyber Monday to yourself, honey? What do you have left to give? Yeah. So the reorienting <laughs> is essential in understanding like true. Gift-giving generosity yes. in this season, reorienting ourselves that we want to give as Christ gave. Yeah, and you're
0: generously saying- Generously
1: and out of love.
0: Yeah, and know? gospel-driven.
1: Absolutely. Yes. That, Not just more stuff. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Investing in gospel kingdom places and spaces that are actually creating,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: a, a a kingdom vibe, right? Yeah. A kingdom atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
0: let's talk about how do we demonstrate our love, um, as a reflection of God's love at this, at this Christmas time, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, how do we do that? Like, let's turn this thing on its head. Let's turn old covenant. Let's turn, right. Let's, let's bring new covenant home to our hearts and minds. Mm -hmm. If your tendency is towards self-centeredness um, then there has to be a an active demonstration and yeah. pursuit. Yeah. Like, number one, reorient your heart. Reorient mm-hmm. the heart and understand why God, God sent his son, why he came, what is the greatest demonstration, and then how can I mm-hmm. actively demonstrate the love of God mm-hmm. to those who are not just closest to me, but even whom God has placed in front of me in the day to day to wake up with a mindset of like, Lord, as my feet hit the floor is not just about those who are in my sphere, whether it's family members, whether it's my, um, whether it's my, um, college roommate, whether it's my, um, my roommates who I stay in the house with, my housemates, it's not just about that. It's like, Lord, who are you going to bring Mm -hmm. across my path today Mm -hmm. when I go to my child's school? Who are you going to bring across my path today when I go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. or at the gas station? Mm -hmm. Who are you going to bring across my path today that I can demonstrate Yeah. the love of Christ to, and give of myself, mm-hmm. even if it's something as simple. I mean, we hear about these stories of like, I think Chick-fil-A does this, people yeah. going through the drive through and somebody paying pay it forward, for, yeah. pay it forward yeah. all of that stuff. Who is it that God is it, like, just reorient the heart. Mm-hmm. And as your feet hit the floor, uh, submit your heart to the Lord Yeah, around, right. Laying yourself down. If anyone is to come after me, let Mm -hmm. him take up his cross and follow me. Mm -hmm. So move from a Mm self-centeredness to a selflessness to point back absolutely to the glory of
1: God and we're empowered to do that this is my drum this is my drum that I always bang (laughs) I'm like we are empowered to do that when we are rooted in his word daily amen because we cannot like we said we are not self-sustaining self-sufficient we need God to sustain us and so we will give to a point of being run out if we do not go back to him and fill ourselves up daily Mm -hmm. and so the reorienting comes When we decide that we are not only going to give sacrificially and generously of ourselves, but we are going to do that because we are positioning ourselves in a place to be a vessel Mm -hmm. into which God can pour in his love, his knowledge, his wisdom, his spirit. And he does that when we are camped out in his word. So what you're, wait, wait, wait. So what you're (laughs)
0: trying to tell me, Leah Ross, is that um, me having um, my time in the morning with Mm -hmm. the Lord it's not enough. It's not enough. Mm. <laughs> do, how you do you know of any scripture that <laughs> that that may talk about that or? Yes. Tell me about it. Yes. Tell me about it, girl. So and
1: it's so funny because I was just explaining this to my children the other day. I'm in here clapping y'all because I'm like one. <laughs> I said, do you know that the Bible asks us to pray without stopping? Mm. Like, how does that, do you think I can pray while I'm eating? Do you think I can pray while I'm driving to school, while I'm talking to your teacher? Do you mm-hmm. think I can pray while I'm doing that? Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you can't, you'd be talking all the time. And I said, well, yes, that's true. But the actual, the verse that says pray without ceasing is talking about our heart attitudes mm-hmm. because prayer is a demonstration of that dependence that's it. on God. Mm-hmm. And so what the Bible is actually asking us to do is throughout the day, In any moment, in any situation, to be orienting ourselves toward a a dependence on God by talking to Him, asking Him for wisdom, Mm. asking Him for help, asking Him for direction, Mm -hmm. asking Him to speak and to fill you. Mm -hmm. And so those moments come on the regular. Yeah, meditating day and night. Meditating day and night on His Word. And so that actually looks more, looks like more than my now I love my time in the morning it's precious it's so precious Seek the lord early in the morning there's there's scripture that points to that and that's beautiful yes but what actually sustains me in walking in his spirit moment by moment is that moment by moment filling Mm -hmm. through prayer Mm -hmm. through listening to work filling my heart with worship come on now through wonderful scripture filled podcasts Mm -hmm. and there's lots of different resources out there that we would love to share with you guys um, and maybe we can do that through social media this week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just that constant hour by hour, moment by moment mm. filling up is what allows us to have a reservoir yeah. then yeah. to interact with somebody at the grocery store Come or on. at the kids Come school on. Come or at our workplace and Come pour on. out sacrificially Come on. to Come them. on. Come on.
0: Because here's, here's the good news yeah. is that God did not call us to be here I am people, yeah. but he's called us to be there you are. There people. You are. Not here I am, but <laughs> I there you, you are. are. Yes. And what, what it reminds me of, even as you were talking about it and a spirit of worship, you mm. know, like I am like, yeah, I'm in like my going into mid to late thirties mm. Tell the truth. (laughs) Honey, girl, I am going to tell it. But, you know, as I began to really just go in my day-to-day, I mean, I love some good worship songs, but let me tell you about some stuff that will carry your whole life is a solid hymn. Girl, the hymns be coming for my life. And right around this one, I'm thinking of to myself, as you were talking Mm -hmm. about the moment by moment, it reminds me of the hymn. Great Mm -hmm. is thy faithfulness. Mm -hmm. Oh God, my father, Mm -hmm. there is no shadow of turning with you. All I have Mm -hmm. needed, thy hands have provided. Great is thy Mm -hmm. faithfulness, Lord. I mean, it says morning Mm -hmm. by morning, Morning, new new mercies, mercies I see. see. Yeah. All yes, I have yes. needed, thy hands have progr- mm-hmm. provided. So, I mean, listen, God will carry you. Yes. He will keep you, you will. because he does not want us to be so here I am, mm-hmm. but he wants to, us to be there, there you, you are. are. Go out yes. go out there into all nations. Yes. yes. <laughs> that out you, there. Yes, that demonstration of I see you. Yeah. You are seen, you are known, and you are loved. Girl, I tell that to my kids all the time. You are seen, you are known, and you are loved. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what he uses us to be, to be, yeah, so, so work that out. Yeah, yeah. So turning this whole self-centeredness is a mm-hmm. reorientation of the heart of yeah. a, a, a knowing and a pressing mm-hmm. into the presence of God through mm-hmm. his word yeah. and through worship and through witness. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then talk to us about consumerism. Yeah. How can we demonstrate
1: yeah.
0: and live that out?
1: Yeah. Well, I think slowing it down. Is a huge part of how to gain back the purpose in the meaning at the center of the season. Mm-hmm. Just finding ways to really minimize um, the distractions. I mean, there's e- there's everything. There's you know all a manner of holiday things to do and outings to do and things to buy and toys to assemble and you know programs to-, to bake cookies to bake and programs to go to Christmas, and Christmas parties and all this mm-hmm. stuff and. And there's all of that. But if our hearts are not quieted, and sometimes our hearts are quieted, honestly, by pushing away some of those distractions. Oh, yeah. Deciding what you're intentionally, being very intentional about what you're going to say yes to. Am I saying yes to something that's actually bringing my heart towards centering on what the season is about? Yeah. Or am I just saying yes to the social fluff of the season? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really our our family has just done a bit of a 180 mm-hmm. over the years towards this and at the you know the Christian yeah. liturgical yeah. calendar yeah. this becomes so important at these mm-hmm. at these time periods, mm-hmm. right? Because in the context of being consumed, mm-hmm. it just really just settles our heart yeah. into what matters, yeah. and so you know, um, I did not grow up in a house that Listen, celebrated Advent. I mean, I grew up a, in a black church. We're speaking
1: <laughs> as we speak to urban Christian women, let's be real. Yes, they're like, what the heck is Advent? What the Advent? heck is I, I came in like, what the? I came into a Presbyterian church like, what the heck is Advent? I don't know. What are we talking about? Yes, but it's something that really has become a treasure for me because yes. it's 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 an intentional, methodical reflection. Leading up to and focusing our hearts on the anticipation, come on, and the, the expectation, waiting, the waiting, waiting, the coming, building up, building up, just sort of this sense of, mm-hmm. of, um, yeah, anticipation around the joy that is Christ coming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, amen to to reflecting on Advent. I think it's wonderful. Yeah,
0: and on top of that, as you have that and you sit with your household or you sit with people and you, you're talking about, mm-hmm. um. Each passage of scripture for the day, yeah. What ends up coming about is what you're like, man. I cannot wait for him to come yes. back to me. I'll be like, come back, <laughs> yes. I will be ready, yeah, honey. I, yeah. listen, listen. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. <laughs> Right now. I'm ready right now. And so as much as it gives the anticipation Mm -hmm. with hope and with joy, it also says, listen, am I living today like it's my last day? Yeah. And am I living my life in a way Mm -hmm. that is not wasted, Mm -hmm. that postures itself to say, I'm ready.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you call me up today, like my daddy says, girl, he says, listen, I'm ready. Put me in my casket. I got my message together. Stand me
1: up, honey. Stand me up but he's but that speaks to the fact that he's He's ready ready. yeah he's He's ready ready. he's ready it is it is true there's so much joy that we get to reflect on on the the first time christ came that it can't help but amp us up for him coming again right you be like turning on your christmas
0: trap music like (laughs) you be turning on christmas trap you be turning on you know whatever Christmas album yes. you know, and there's so much good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hill songs, Born as the mm-hmm. King to to um, Page CXVI mm-hmm. and their stuff around. Add I mean, there's so yep. many. There's I mean, so to many. the Kirk Franklin yes. Christmas album, it won't die. It will never die. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Holiday. And I've never prayed. Okay, I know. So it will not, but that's what we're saying is like Advent does that. And so if... You don't. Um, w- maybe we can come on and do some yeah. of our IG stories and just talk about mm-hmm. some resources that we actually use in our ha- households for Advent yeah. and and because it has blessed us and it it keeps stuff in its proper place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our kids look forward to it. I get to talk to my friends about it. What God has been speaking in yeah. yeah. my morning uh, devotions through Advent. Mm-hmm. And, oh my goodness! Yeah. It keeps
1: your heart really captured around him in the season and that's really what we want to do yeah that's really what we want to do we want to keep um focused on his just incredible sacrificial generous generous gift mm-hmm. that he gave us in this season so if we can keep our hearts focused on that look there's <laughs> treasure to be found there. there is treasure to be, treasure, be found. treasure to be found there so leah why don't you close us out yeah. in a word of prayer
0: around mm-hmm that generosity that demonstration absolutely
1: our hearts being there yeah father we thank you so much because you are the most generous giver you are the one who gave ultimately and sacrificially of your own life so -hmm. that we could know you so that we could know that love in a way that transforms us so that we could know that love in a way that um takes us to a place where we can give mm-hmm. in that same way mm-hmm. and not be afraid and not be fearful and not and not believe lies of scarcity but God that that we can give in a way that reflects your heart mm-hmm. and that we can desire to be connected to you um, continually. And so thank you for that. Thank you for the gift of Christ. Thank you mm-hmm. that he came once and then he will come again. Amen. And that Amen. That, that coming is surrounded in joy Hallelujah. and victory and wonder God. and, and, and in, just the incredible capacity that you have, God, to yes, rescue Lord. your people, yes, to make them like you, yes, to Lord. create a beautiful bride for yes, yourself. Lord. It's, it's it's beyond words, God, mm-hmm. and so we're just grateful. Thank you for this season. We pray for the women listening yes, that Lord. they would know your love for them, that they would know that they are surrounded by your love in this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Whether they're surrounded by family or not, God, they are surrounded by your love That's right. that was demonstrated when God came humbly That's in right. the form of a baby Thank to you, rescue Lord. the world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for these things, and we pray them in your name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all. Yes.